my last name means frog in German. It does. <laughs> does it really? That's yeah. awesome. Welcome to Christ in All Things, a conversation about meaning and purpose. It's based on a verse from the Bible, Colossians chapter 1, verse 17, which says, Christ is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Christ in All Things is a listening ear into conversations about receiving and giving the love and hope of Christ. And these conversations are an invitation, because as you'll hear, and as much as we enjoy having them, digital media operates from a distance, and that distance is not what's best for us, with God or with one another. So, thanks for listening, and if you're in the neighborhood, we invite you to participate in person in the life that finds its epicenter at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Welcome back to Christ in All Things. That was kind of a choppy transition, wasn't it? It was. It was. I apologize for that. Uh, so we are gathered here uh, in room 219 at 210 East Pleasant Street in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, to hang out with... Uh, the well, the youth in what may become uh, the youth room, and that would be exciting, wouldn't that be? And um, in the same breath, uh, most of the kids in this room are seniors, and so they're headed off to college in the fall. Uh, except my daughter, who is a freshman and absolutely not headed off to college in the fall, but uh, so I wanted to have uh, the youth gather with us and. Uh, chat with them about um, things like the importance of names, right? Labels, because everything kind of in this youth culture has a label for something, right? Uh, and and what those labels, what importance those labels bring to uh, how we view people. Uh, and that kind of applies to nicknames, too. Uh, I know you have several. Uh, in fact, you were... Um, you were, lamenting one yeah, earlier. Yes. Yeah, you were marked with a new moniker this weekend, uh, and and some of your daughter's friends were a part of that. Were comfortable enough to give me a nickname. Yeah, isn't yes. that great? I don't know that we want to talk about that. Probably not, no, nor do we probably want to talk about the ones they have for me that float around LCL that I've heard. That You're a very manly guy. That, I'm that, sure you have that, very flattering nicknames. That we won't discuss, um, but that's okay. So the other thing that we want to talk to, especially the seniors about, and maybe we'll get to this uh, in part two of this conversation, is to talk about the, the gifts that God has given them and where they're headed with those gifts. But for now, uh, I kind of want to talk to you guys uh, about, about labels and nicknames and names in general. Um, so let's let's can do I, can this we, before we let's let's, yeah. let's enter let's have the scriptures enter into this for a minute yeah that's probably you, a good as idea. you as you ask those questions it occurred to me you know jesus gave nicknames oh yeah big time and nicknames with significance uh, mm -hmm. the most prominent one that i can think of is kepha safus yeah. yeah but would be uh petros in greek which means pebble rock yeah yeah little bitty one so, Peter, yeah, P Peter, it, it, yeah, Peter, and then the other one I was thinking of related to the James and John, James and John, yeah, who have a the, great nickname. Yeah, they do. Boanerges. Yeah. So the Sons of Thunder. Yeah, that's an awesome nickname. Yeah. 
Wouldn't you, wouldn't that be one you'd want to be saddled with? The I could see Nathan. I could see Nathan. Yeah, old, old that, Olsner yeah. could could earn up to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although uh, the <laughs> and and ironically, as to he kind of deadpans things always, yeah. right? Uh, ironically to me, Jesus nicknames James and John the sons of thunder, but not to their credit. I suppose that's true. You know, uh, they were they were uh, really wanting to call down the wrath and the fire of God on little towns that had not welcomed the proclamation of the gospel as Christ was coming, proclaiming that the kingdom of Let's God. Let's wipe was them out. Yeah, and so rather than hearing it, the the people were like, "Oh no, it's crazy! Get out of here!" And so James and John were walking away, going, "Jesus, we should call down the wrath of God on them, like God did at Sodom and Gomorrah. We should just make them sulfur, brimstone, fire, gone." And Jesus was not real happy about that. So Jesus gave both the positive aspect nickname yeah. and kind of the tongue in cheek remind you that you overdid it kind of nickname. Yeah. Yeah. The, and that's a good segue into the conversation. It is. It is. So far away with the kids. I'm and there's to see and where there this goes. and there it is, Christ in all things, right? Uh, even Jesus gave nicknames. So we can talk about that and that's okay. Uh, so as we do, um, I'm wondering if you guys know what your names mean. As in their own... As in your own name. Yeah. No? Phelan does. All right, kiddo, you're up. It means graceful. Uh, (laughs) uh, Ooh. Big fancy name means graceful. I wonder what Grace's name means. You've told me before, but I forgot. Ah, I have. Uh, so grace is from the Greek charis, which is gift, right? Uh, grace. So yours means graceful, full of gifts. Graceful. Megan, do we know what your name means? Um, For my like first communion, my grandma gave me something that said Megan and that said pearl. So I don't know what pearl means, but it's. Is it pearl? It does mean pearl, yeah. Megan yeah. is actually a shortened form of Margaret. It comes from a Greek meaning. Uh, not that your name never is Margaret. Never call me Margaret. No, no, I will never do that because that's not your given name, right? Your name is Megan. Uh, and even when I uh, inadvertently call you by a shorter version of your name, uh, and I don't get shoes thrown at me when I do that, by the way, which is kind of nice that you don't throw shoes at me, so thank you. Um your, na- your name means pearl. Yeah. Might, mighty. What is, what, I'm curious what Clayton's name means. Yeah, let's look that up. Clayton, do you know what your name means? I'm not confident, but I'm pretty sure it means town of clay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember looking it up. I love it. It, it, it actually, yeah, it means clay settlement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old English surname. Clayton. Yeah. How about how about Nathan? Nathan. Nathan. Yeah. He's we got a he's got a prophet thing. Is it now? Is it is it, it means gift of God? Is it is it Nathan or is it Nathaniel? My name is not Nathaniel. Okay. <laughs> my name says Nathan Richard Olsner on my birth certificate. Okay. Although some people might think otherwise. <laughs> I don't know who would think otherwise. <laughs> so Nathan does indeed mean gift of God. You know what Richard means. It means brave or strong or powerful. 
So you are a powerful, a gift of God that's powerful, a powerful gift of God. That's a good name to go off to college with. Yeah. Yeah. My my last name means frog in German. It does. <laughs> does it really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we like we actually looked that up once before. It does. Meg, that was Megan, by the way. Yeah. Yes, Grace. My mom's uh, maiden name means woodhead in German. Yeah, but we're not talking about your mom's name. I know, but it's okay. Funny. Woodhead. She's my blockhead. Don't you mention it? You <laughs> got it, baby. Thank you very much. I think my last name means son of Neil. Correct, Dad. Yes. Yeah. Did, what is my is my middle name bearer of Christ? Christiona, is yes, that, bearer that of Christ. That is what it is. Yeah. she's a graceful bearer of Christ. Indeed. So I really thought about that one. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, my my middleist, right? Her her name means lighthearted gift of God, and she's kind of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then some. Yeah, and then right? some. We, Clayton, we what's your middle? What's that. your middle name? Um, Benjamin. Benjamin, ooh, good biblical name. Yeah, Benjamin, son of my right hand. Is that what it means? Yeah. Interesting fact: uh, the Benjamites, the tribe of Benjamin, right? Uh, they were known for being cunning warriors because they could hold the sling with the right and the sword with the left. Ooh. So the 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 warriors from the tribe of Benjamin, the sons of my right hand, were predominantly left-handed. Pretty cool. So I guess my name means Clay Settlement, son of the right hand, and son of Peter. <laughs> there you go. Man, you got quite a lineage going on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great stuff. So you guys have talked a little bit about what your names mean, or we have talked a little bit about what your names mean. Um, what what do you guys do? You guys hold significance like in your circles and your amongst your friends. Do the significance of names do they actually mean something, or or do do our names just kind of random labels that are interchangeable? What do you think? Megan's in. I mean, I wouldn't want to be called Hannah. <laughs> I mean, I have like a lot. But of Hannah's friends. a actually, good name. Yeah, I know. I have okay. four friends named Hannah. Uh, must so, have been popular that year. <laughs> but like, I, don't, I guess it's like your name, so it's like yours. Mm. Even if there's other people like with the same name, it's just like yours. So like your name is actually a part of who you are? Yeah, huh. I'd say so. That's an interesting observation. Yeah, I mean, because even aside from the meaning of your name, yeah, um, there's something about just that personal connection. Like you know, you're, you know who they're talking about when your name is called in the same way that when... Um, like when you do individual absolution, like we did Monday, Thursday, when they say your name, it means something more than if they just said, Hey, you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Boys, you want to chime in here? No. Okay. So, so what does it say then? If that's true, not if, because that's true, right? Ladies, knowing that that's true, what you just talked about, what does it say then to, culture of of youth when we are so quick to give nicknames to change people's names to call them something other than their given name um, to take something silly or something stupid that they did and label them with that and that becomes their nickname for their entire high school career i have one of those 
I, I have a high school name. You do? I do. Yeah. My high school buddies, I'm Chuck. You, you are. Right. There's it, a story behind why you're called Chuck. Yeah, and, that, and that's, that's not imperative that we talk about that. It is, it is interesting, though, that, I mean, I'm glad we've grown, I mean, I graduated a long time ago. Yeah, but Really? I, I, I'm glad when I, go back, when I go back home occasionally, when I get back to Michigan, that when I see my buddies, sometimes I'm Chuck, and mostly now I'm Lance. But for the early years after high school, I was Chuck. Always. Pretty much always. Yeah. Yeah. Old football nickname. I haven't been back to where I went to high school since pretty much I left high school. I, that's okay. Yeah. I hope you guys will come back. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going mi- to miss you birds when y- you're gone. Yeah. Well, so, and p- part of that was, uh, for me, high school was not, like, I wasn't necessarily treated well by my name. Right? And so it wasn't a place that I necessarily wanted to run home, run, run back to. Uh, so I wonder if the, some of that same stuff is true. So, for instance, in the sporting world, uh, Clayton, you play soccer pretty, pretty competitively. Uh, Do you have a soccer nickname? Uh, when I played select, I was called Claytonius. Why? I'm not really sure. <laughs> it just sounded important. It sounded cool, so I just went with it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember you being called that when you were in grade. Didn't you used to call him that? Yeah. Yeah, back she in grade school. Yeah. She still calls you that? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, but she doesn't play soccer with you? No. Okay. I don't know how it got to school even. Oh, actually, it is my Xbox gamer tag. That's probably <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. And there you have it. Yeah. And now we know why you have the nickname that you have. So there, there's another layer to this. So, for instance, your Xbox gamer tag—it's is—would you consider that your your game tag is actually like a part of your identity? That it's a part of who you are. Is that maybe for you personally, it's not? Probably not. Yeah. But in this generation, do you think that may be true? Maybe for some people. Yeah. Definitely, probably not for me. I mean, I was just going to say, I think that the nicknames, I mean, sometimes the nicknames that we have for each other are just stupid and we throw them out there and they mean nothing. Um, And then other times I think they actually do mean something because there's a different kind of personal connection when, um, you know, there are names that I call some of my friends that no one else calls them. And when they hear that name, they answer to that name because they know not only... They know who is calling them because only that person knows them by that name. And it's an endearing thing for some people. So, I mean, but but then also I will occasionally call them by their real name. And that adds another layer to it where um, I generally do that in times of more emotional things where I'll call them by their given name. Um, but then when it's more of just a friendly thing, I call them by their nickname. And I think there's something to be said there. I was also thinking of something like that because when I was in middle school, my brother was in eighth grade and his friends would always call me Meg. And I hated it because they said it out of like a mocking type of way. Not like, because they're my, like I'm my brother's younger sister, you know, they're just like messing around with me or whatever. But I didn't like it because that's not my name. But then when I got to high school, I have friends that like started calling me Meg or Megs out of like, a caring yeah. sort of like 
kind of like I do. Yeah. So it's like, it was like they chose that for me because they, yeah, just because our they relationship. Were mo- they were mocking you, <laughs> right? And, when, and you didn't want to be mocked. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. but when my friends did it, it's just like different and it's like becomes like your and their thing. Yeah. And it's special yeah. compared to when you're being like made fun of. Even though it's the same name, it's just who uses yeah. it. So like earlier when I mentioned, you know, or when I call you some shortened version of your name, right? Because the first time I called you Meg, you kind of looked at me like, I'm not sure that's okay. <laughs> and I had to backpedal, right? So I, I did. I can, and you, you can attest to this. I came to you and said, no, I just called you Meg. Is that okay with you? Because right? your name is Megan. But if you're not okay with me calling you Meg, then just tell me and I won't. Right? Yeah. And, and, you, and you acquiesced. That's a big fancy word for said okay. Mm-hmm. Got a new vocab word. There you go. Helping your ACT. Right. Not that you need to take it again. That's going, preparation for that's going on in our house already. Yeah. I have a freshman and preparation for the ACT is going on already. Uh, so, <laughs> yikes. yeah, yikes is right. Um, so, so I do call you Meg. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's because, it's because I care. Yeah. Right. D- does Nate, yeah. does Nathan have a nickname? Um, my name is not very nickname Oh. <laughs> BB. There, there are people who have tried not successfully. <laughs> But um, I don't know. Some people call me Nate. Not very many people, but I don't know. I don't care. That's a nickname. Call me Nate, Nathan. I call Nathaniel. him Nathaniel. Nathaniel makes no sense because not only is it longer than my actual name, <laughs> it is actually not my name. <laughs> so I'm not really sure why um, two people specifically call me Nathaniel. But do you respond to it when they call you that? Um, not all the time. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Are any of you going to use a different name when you go to college? That's the next question. No. Okay. I know, I know plenty of people, I know plenty of people who did, uh, who went by a middle name or, or some other shortened version of their given name because they wanted to start over in college. Yeah. They didn't want to be who they were in high school. So, uh, you know, uh, Elizabeth became Liz. Or, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, and maybe there's maybe there's a maybe there's a really good reason to change your name and start over. Uh, I know a guy that this happened to. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I know his story. Right, he was kind of a not so good dude, right, and. Uh, didn't always have the best relationships with his family, uh, particularly his brother, uh, and got really into a, a position with his brother where his brother was like literally ready to kill him. And then he went away. Uh, he, the guy left his family and he went away for a while. Uh, and, then, and then he finally just decided he was going to come home. Well, over the course of the time that he'd been away, he actually changed his name. Well, his name was changed. He went away. When he went away, his name was Jacob. And when he came home, his name had been changed to Israel. Israel, yeah. 
How about that? He who wrestles with God, right? Uh, and so in his struggle, in his wrestle with who he was and in his wrestle with God, uh, his name became quite significant, right? Not, not just for It took him. me a second, but now I got, you know a guy. <laughs> He's telling the story of the biblical Jacob. It took me a minute. Egypt. I didn't say I didn't know him personally. Yeah, I, I know a guy. This no, is well, this yeah. No, it's it, but it's true, and it and it's very significant. Yeah, because so why? I deceiver, mean, deceiver, he who grasps the heel to to Israel, he who wrestles, wrestles with, with God, God, or he who struggles with God, right? And that's God's name given to him. Yeah, yeah, right. God was the one that changed this. So, you see here, I was reframing this whole like Jacob Israel narrative to like tell it in a way that taught something to you guys, and this guy comes in five minutes late, just. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mission in life. <laughs> You're doing great, brother. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, man. So I find it helpful in trying to teach some of these things that the Scripture gives us, right, to take it and reframe it in a story that takes all those concepts and delivers it, especially in a way that delivers it to them uh, or to you or, or to our listeners uh, out there. Hello. Um, in a way that... Uh, builds on what we've been talking about. So we can then take what, what we see in that biblical theme and pull it back through uh, all the stories that we've so been we, telling. So we got a couple minutes to wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, this part of it, because so then, then we can go to part two. But how would you want to wrap up this part about names and nicknames with these with these folks? Yeah, well, this is what I was trying to do with the whole Jacob story. Yeah. Right? Is where, where I want to go is um, y- you may run into situations where uh, you don't you don't like some of the things that you've become or some of the things that you've done. You may not you may not enjoy some of the circumstances that you find yourself in, uh, but there is one who has not only known your name, uh, but put his name on you. Right in your baptism, he has put his name on you. Uh, you are baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and and God knows your name. Right. Uh, so even if even if everyone else in your world, uh, as you go off to college, like comes up with some random nickname for you, say Nathan Olsner, uh, Nathan Richard Olsner, uh, y- you may have a bunch of friends that decide to call you something completely different, like String Bean. You know, I don't know, um, it, I don't know, right? Unless uh, unless he puts on the freshman twenty. Unless he puts on the freshman like thirty five. Um, but the, po- the point is, uh, even if y- you find yourself in a situation where you don't recognize yourself or you find yourself surrounded by people who don't recognize who you think you are, God knows your name. Christ is the one who has called you by name. He is the one who has redeemed you. He's the one who has promised, regardless of what you walk through, when you walk through fire, when you walk through water, you won't be drowned. You won't be consumed. I am with you wherever you go. That, by the way, is Isaiah 43. Uh, I used to say it's the first pickup line in the Bible. I have called you by name. You are mine. Oh, brother. I know, right? It doesn't get much worse. <laughs> that was a total dad thing. It totally is. I love it. Okay. 
so uh, as we as we begin to wrap up this conversation, we're gonna uh, have another one in just a little bit. Uh, but for you who have been listening in on this live at Youth Group conversation with Christ and all things, thank you for tuning in, uh, and we look forward to uh, sitting down with you guys and talking some more. For show notes and other information about this or other episodes of Christ in All Things, visit ChristInAllThings.org. Comments may be emailed to comments at ChristInAllThings.org. To support Christ in All Things, click the donate page at either ChristInAllThings.org or SPLCO.org. In thanks for a one-time gift of $100 or more, you receive a pair of nerdy blue light blocking glasses with the Christ in All Things logo on them. Pastor Shockman loves these. That is so not true. Patrons who subscribe for a monthly gift of $20 or more will have early access to the show and receive some on-air clapping, as well as a pair of Wisconsin-made Christ in All Things hiking socks. Gifts of $1,000 or more will receive thunderous on-air clapping <laughs> and a word of thanks, plus a handmade leather Christ in All Things Folio by the Murdy Creative Company. For a gift of $10,000 or more, we will go bleeping bananas. <laughs> Do a happy dance and take the show on the road to your home or wherever it is you'd like to fly us to record with you. All post-production surplus supports youth ministry at St. Paul's. Thank you for your support. Christ in All Things is a production of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. For more information about St. Paul's, visit splco.org, email us at info at splco.org, or call us at 262-567-5001. Intro, outro music, setting by Joseph Hurl, copyright 1998, Concordia Publishing House, used with permission.